Says well. Hey, you can pull it. Welcome back to the Korean Always podcast. My name is Adam Mola. I'm here, George, your co-host, uh, ready to start us off, you know, with a brand new episode. Episode one, we've actually got our face reveal this time. So hopefully you guys, you know, if everything goes well, you can see our faces as well. Um, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about our favorite pieces of Korean media, how, you know, how that's changed us, how we replace that content with content that we normally watch in our native language, all the domains, the sort of ones that are harder, easier, more difficult, and how we go about creating habits to fit all of this into our immersion routine. So we're going to start off, um, I'm going to ask Adam Ola to tell us some of his, you know, favorite series and, you know, we can go from there. So I think when we're talking about Korean media, for me, one thing, one piece of media that stood out for me, one show particularly, mm-hmm. that I, man, it was probably one of the, my favorite shows I've ever watched. I'm not sure if you've heard of High Kick. Oh, I've heard of it. I haven't High actually Kick. seen it though. Yeah. But yeah oh me. my gosh. So if you know like, Banku Tonku, yeah, that, that, that meme, if you've seen that meme I before. I not know the meme. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Okay, well, that doesn't well make I'll tell you, <laughs> you're missing out on the show right here. Okay. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, High Kick 2. It's basically like this family sitcom that oh, I remember like, it's like there's like this little girl and then she has like an older brother and then there's you know I'm not sure if you know the actor Shin Shin Shine or Segyong. Oh, is it not not Park Shin Hye? Park Shin Hye. Is it Park, oh, is that her name? There's Park Shin Hye, yeah, who's the uh she featured in Abyss and uh, uh what's the one the Spanish one? The Spanish one. Alhambra. Well, anyway, that's a different I think we're talking series, about two but... different shows. Yeah, we're going we're going off track. Yeah. But but, yeah. but essentially it's basically like a sitcom and like that sitcom I remember I watched okay. that thing like almost I watched it all the time. I think I remember even it went so far as like I just sit down in like my living room and I watch it and my parents would come down and just like see all the screen and like the crazy shit happening. Uh... And my parents would literally sit down with me on the couch and they'd be like, What did they say? What did they say? Oh, yeah, they're literally just my, parents, my my dad sitting over here, my mom's eating breakfast, and they're and just they watching on the big screen. And they're just like, "Oh, what are they saying? What are they saying?" And I'm just like translating like every so often, like oh, really? just like, "Oh, wow. she said this. Oh, he said this." And like, "Oh, she said that." Like, blah blah blah. Or like, she said called him a fart poop. And then, like, wow, so, wow. Like, so they actually like, you know, your family is like completely cool with all that, you know. Um, yeah. Me and my mom are like, if it's if I'm watching something in Korean, she just won't bother watching it because it's like, oh like, really? No, thanks. Yeah, there's no subs. subs or no, yeah, 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 yeah. That is tough. That is tough. That's reality. Part, if, I think I tried searching for subs for the show because I was it was like so fun, and my my parents mm. liked it. Just off like my parents yeah. would actually ask me to put it on for them. Like they oh, come wow, up so to me and be like, "Hey, can you show me that show?" And I'd be like, <laughs> "Even though I didn't understand, there was like, no English subs on it in the first place." Uh, but uh, my parents so... were like, "Yo, like, hey, we'd like I to see the next <laughs> episode." So I'd sit down in my parents' room and then just translate, translate Korean wow. for like 40 minutes. Like sometimes we'd watch, we'd binge watch that show for like maybe like three or four hours. But what, what was so good about it then? Because you're clearly, you know, you're a fan. It was just hilarious. Really it was just like it's comedy, funny. Yeah. It had is like that... craziness on the kids' mm. side. Yeah. Is that the Hobakaguma? Hobakaguma? Is that the Hobakaguma? Hobakaguma? Like the one with the old lady? Which, yeah, you, oh, it's the second season. The second season of that. Oh, so it is that one. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, 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 post, yeah, yeah, yeah. Post, exactly. I'll put something on screen. Yeah. That meme, oh, that's dear. the famous meme, right? Yeah, right, that's right, the right. one. Yeah, that is the one I've seen. Yeah, okay. All right, so I'm on yeah. the same top page. Yeah, yeah season well, two's... Yeah, the meme from season two is like, Banku Tonkuya, Banku Tonkuya. Oh, okay. Like, there's this girl on my, you can probably put a clip in there. Like, yeah, I'll put a in It's pretty so funny. Mean. I recommend that show like 100%. Like, that show was one of my favorite shows. I watched it probably twice. How many episodes did it end? See, I think it was 126 episodes that I watched. 100 twice. episodes. And then, what, like an hour each? Like no, not hour. an hour. Like 20 minutes. Still, 20 oh, minutes. That's still yeah, quite a lot, though. 120. Yeah, wow. super bad. Yeah, Got so that, that was pretty much that was my first year. My first year was watching that show, and at <laughs> first, it wasn't too much. But that was my first show. How about you? 
What was okay, your yeah, so big show that stood out for you? Big show that stood out for me? Because there's, there's, there's loads that... There's, okay, so there's three shows that I can think of. Two of them, which I just rewatch like so many times. So like, oh, yeah. It's like... I mean, I've watched, rewatched all of them, but I would say the killer show is Ito and Class. It doesn't really get much better than that for Ito me. In class. K-drama. I mean, hey, if, if you're watching this channel, you probably already know what it is. Um, uh, but yeah, you know... Ito and Class is a classic. Yeah. It's a classic. Uh, the it's not even like the music Punk from it's brilliant as well but yeah Punk Sarui, like he's just uh, the memes but i must have watched it like four times in a row at, like not four times yeah. in a row, four times on repeat um so that that's that's obviously one big one and then also com- coming up next we've got ingan swap like uh ingan curricular i think it's called Extra- in yeah that's in english yeah right. another banger i've watched it again millions of times but the acting in that one was particularly like quite interesting because it was um you know some mm. teenagers and sort of school stuff so if people watching like it was more uh, serious sort of, it was more serious yeah it was very more it's much more serious but it's also like some more like modern or i want to say modern day career but it's more like real life kind of drama yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was more realistic than most I, I i think yeah um and then obviously last up on my sort of top three was a uh, sweet home now sweet home is sweet like home. a zombie it's not zombies it's actually monsters but it, it was originally from a webtoon so yeah you can read it in webtoon form or watch the show but Sweet Home is like a, a post sort of apocalyptic, uh, not I want to say horror, but it's not actually like scary in the sense. It's more, if you've ever watched like Walking Dead, I think that's kind of what it replaced for me because I used to be a fan of The Walking yeah. Dead. It basically just replaced Walking Dead for me. And uh, since I, oh, I found many of the dramas, like because of these, because of the Sweet Home itself. So yeah, definitely All Sweet right. Home, It's One Class, Inconsuo. It's my recommendation. From, from yeah for series at least you know i was what was it so i you know i agree what's it called it one class definitely at the mm. top for my top probably five dramas i've watched <laughs> let me see so besides high kick 2 which is what it's known as but i think the proper name is something else but high kick 2 if you like search that you'll see it on youtube there's like a bunch of playlists of it um but what was it there was another show that i watched a bunch of it was um what was it called? Let me see my list. You got any more like oh. subgenres or yeah, yeah. Hanbon Danyawasimda. Hanbon. Okay, Danyo tell Wasimda. me about it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. It's like it was another show that I got hooked on, and my parents got hooked on. Oh no! <laughs> you should. Yeah. It was. I think I started it like last year. This time last year is when I started it actually. And okay, so it's yeah. like a show Long about time. like a family. And there's, like, this family with, like, um, a couple of kids. They have a couple girls and, like, two boys, I believe. Right. Um, and they all end up getting divorced and come okay. back home. So they all come back home. They're all divorced. And the parents well, They all like, get divorced. Wow. They, well, they the all get, get divorced. divorced. As well. What you mean? Yeah, all of the kids get divorced. So all of the kids are, like, oh. 30s, 40s. Like, they're all old. It's, like, the parents yeah. are old. And okay. all the kids get divorced, and they all come back home. Yeah, I just imagine the, the scene of, you know, young kids getting divorced. That was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking <laughs> about, like, over that. old kids getting divorced. Yeah. But it was, like, um, so, yeah. so the mag- the Magne, the Magne, the Magne, mm. she ends up, she literally just got, was planning to get married. I think it was a Pahon that she had. It wasn't, I don't okay. think she got married. I can't actually remember yeah. the details, but let's just All say right, that's basically what happens. And then it basically leads into, like, the story of, like, that family and then the family of, like, another one of the kids and, like, it's just a super dynamic story. It's like about this one oh, doctor, yeah. and she's married to she was married to another doctor. They ended up getting divorced. The family hated <laughs> the fact that they got divorced, and you just see the dynamic between yeah. both families break out. Uh, and yeah, I basically yeah, yeah. just spent like my entire December last year, just like every single day watching it. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm chilling, immersing, and my mom sits down, and then. She's like, I want to keep like, watching, and I'm like, oh. okay, I guess. Like, keep she watching. didn't want to get divorced. <laughs> 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 it seems a bit like no, divorce heavy no, no. all of a sudden. You know? it, 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 um, it was pretty. It's it's very much like um, it covers a lot of like topics in like present day Korea. Like, I think it, it won might have won an award in Korea for um, something like one of the most popular shows in Korea at the time. Wow, um, and oh, I, I remember heard of it. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, sometime. After I started watching, then my parents got back on it, and then I found it on Netflix with English subs. Okay. So then I was like, "All right, you guys go ahead and watch it." Mom, Dad, like, don't don't call me in the middle of the night to watch this show. My parents <laughs> went on binging streaks of that show, yeah. and literally yeah. while I'm watching it, like this is a hundred episode long show. 
I'm watching the show. My parents finished it before me. And I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> they were yeah, finishing the yeah. show at a faster pace than I was. So I was like, wow, if you guys were immersing, you guys would be fluent. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's something to preach oh, to them. The, the English yeah. sub stuff, because obviously English subs, you know, when you're watching with other people is quite a good uh, sort of right. way to bring people in and, you know, keep everyone exactly. comfortable and keep the family happy. But how do you feel about sort of English subs, you know, for people getting into dramas and kind of wanting to, say, watch something like Sweet Home or whatever? Where, when, where do you draw the line? Like, so when should we start dropping English subs for the learners out there? Yeah, like, you know, is there sort of, yeah, where do you draw the line, basically? Yeah, that question, you see, like, uh, so for me, for me, I was always like, yo, no English from the very beginning. Oh, the very first day, day I didn't look at English subs. I was already thinking about the monolingual transition. Like, okay, I, I knew mean, it yeah, we had your story. Yeah, I knew it wasn't gonna happen, right? So I was, out. I was very much, I was very much so like prep. I, I prepped my entrance into each category. So I was like, this mm. month, this month, I'll dedicate to so and so shows. Dedicate to so and so. Yeah, I heavily uh, focused on domains. And I guess oh. one of the things, I guess, for English dropping, I don't know if I can speak too much for the English dropping, but if I was give my own personal recommendation, I'd mm. say they it's don't from day one is my personal yeah. rec. You see, you heard it here first, guys, at the motor motion machine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> day one, but, all Korean, all the time, ladies and gentlemen. That is what we're teaching on this channel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I just got carried away again. No, nah, no, nah, you're Gucci, you're Gucci. It's like, I think that the idea of using mm. English subs is good in the beginning before, because I'll admit, like, before I started, like, thinking about immersion, I was watching, I watched, like, what's it called? Um, Yongguk Namja. Oh, yeah, and he doesn't, he always oh, has, doesn't like him, yeah. He always has the Korean subs and the English subs. And that ah, Korean yes. and English sub thing, I remember, like, at some point, I only looked, at the very beginning, I only looked at the English. And right. then, eventually, I was like, yo, I'm trying to learn Korean. Why don't I, like, try and, like, read the Korean? So then I progressively ah, started trying to read the Korean. Not that mm. I was actually picking up on it. Like, most of the time, they'd be speaking English, and i just be yeah, reading exactly. the translation. Exactly. Your brain right? just gets the whole, so, yeah. English right so like i was at least like trying in that way but eventually sure. you know time after as time progressed and i kind of was like all right there's going to be a certain point it's not going to be comfortable like that you can't wait and say oh man in like yeah. one month i'm going to drop english subs because after a month of finishing like this inky deck i'll be ready oh, then you'll be good yeah you're never ready really <laughs> yeah. yeah you're never really ready until you just do it this is this is so, swimming in the deep end of you know korean yeah, um, sounds yeah and i think yeah, just, this, language uh, learning in general you kind of just like gotta throw yourself in there and yep. it's going to be tough in the beginning, but it only gets easier. Yeah, so, that is true. But as long mm. as you accept the fact that it's not going to be easy, you accept the fact that I know, like, from the very beginning, it's like, I know it's going to take, like, three or four years to actually get fluent. Then it's like, mm. if it only, if it takes me two months of watching without English subs to mm. get comfortable, then that's that should be nothing, honestly, because two months of just watching, it's like the very first month, it might be a little bit of struggle. You just continue, continue, continue. Then by the end of that two months, like, oh, wow, now I'm comfortable watching without subs. And guess what? The next four years, you, you're only going to get better. Instead of waiting, like, okay, I'll give myself six months to progress into that. That's my personal uh, opinion. Amen, amen to that, man. Hey, that was, that was yeah, <laughs> spot on. Like, I was going to give my you? own answer. What about you? I mean, I what was going to give my own answer, but it's pretty much the same as you're saying. You know, after, like, yeah. I'd say about a month or two, you know, that's when you want to drop it and you know go on um but yeah i mentioned the analogy of uh there's the swimming pool there you know jumping into the deep end um another yeah. analogy that you know you probably heard is um you know reading books about skateboarding versus actually jumping on the mm. skateboard and you know that's very topical because me and you both like to skate uh so funny enough as a sort of transition uh i've got a <laughs> skating channel a longboarding channel that i like to recommend to you guys for all your skaters out there you know quick quick uh promotion it's not promotion because i'm not paid but you know <laughs> the channel <laughs> oh god how am i gonna clear this up okay the channel guys is is called Serin story um and you know on youtube such up and that's just the yeah. one body channel i've been watching lately and for all the skaters out there you know recommend it uh do you, do you watch any skate stuff yourself or are you not really bothered i mean i guess yeah i guess speaking of our hobbies that also yeah, kind of like connects with our going on to, yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as skating Right now, I've kind of chilled on the... Well, I haven't watched that too many skaters recently because I've been, like, so, like, 
my immersion is like a mess of a bunch of different hobbies that I'm like uh, starting to get back into. We can go into each one in a bit, yeah. I guess on skating, for the most part, it was like, so I guess if we talk about um, how to transition things you like to do in English or things you do in, and then finding something for it in your target language. So the so way that you did, like, mm-hmm. um, we both well, like yeah, to skate. Yeah. Instead of, mm-hmm. like, searching skating videos in English and, like, looking at all these YouTubers about talking about skating, we were, like, searching in Korean instead. And obviously, that's probably, like, one of our biggest recommendations for mm-hmm. finding content in your, in your target language is, like, mm-hmm. search it in there and then try and find different channels. And certainly, um, yeah, not, not just on yeah. YouTube. If you if you were lucky enough, you know, to be living in Korea at the time, there's like cacao talk groups as well, which is what I did. So while oh, I was there, right. um, longboarding, obviously, there's a fair amount of longboarders in Korea. Longboarding is really popular there. So if you go on cacao talk, you can search for longboarding groups, and I actually managed to join one and met some real life people who I could skate with when I was out there. Um, so that's another sort of tip, you know, with your hobbies. You, there's all you know, all over the internet, you'll find articles, everything. So just the, the key idea really is to search for your hobby in Korean rather than English and you'll hopefully right. some more Korean people, Korean speakers, get your input, get your immersion while having fun. So, yeah. Right. And okay, I mean, sorry, I guess yeah, you for you, you basically like jumped into like engaging with Korean people through your hobby in that way. Like talk about, to, just, yeah. I remember last year you were in Korea. Uh, yeah. It was this yeah. year. It was this year. It was, okay. it was this year, but just it was yeah, this year. I was already thinking like ago. last year because it's already December. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Time's yeah, going yeah. quick when you're immersing me. <laughs> so like, um, how did you how did you jump into that those skating groups? Yeah, so uh, I, I actually I tried to make my own one first, which is kind of funny. So I tried to make my own like cacao room, and I got a few people. And actually, so the reason I made it was because I was at the Hangang River, which is everyone knows Hangang. Um, there were two people. So at first we started off. I, well, I started off on a penny board. And there was two other people riding a penny board and it looked like a couple. I wasn't really sure. It was like one guy, one girl. But I, I just went over to them. I just, you know, got up the courage. Like I've never done this in my life. You know, I was like really like sweating because I've, I've been skating all day, but you know, sweating because the nerves as well, you know, cover yeah. it up. Um, but I, I go over to those guys and I just ask them like, Hey, we ride the same thing. Like, can I just sit down here for a bit and we can have a chat like, about skateboarding. And long story short, they, they'd like only just died that day. So they, they oh, were like, really? you know, so because they were beginners, I was actually like able to sort of kind of lead the way and lead the conversation. And oh, they're quite thankful tough. for me sort of helping them out. So yeah, oh, those cool. two guys, yeah. From there, I made my own group and we only went out like three or four times. Um, but we just went on like really long cruises, like down down the river oh, or down like tough. these side roads. Uh, one of them, <laughs> I fell off. Uh, that's the that's experience yeah so I, I fell off and this friend of mine just kept going straight and just like you know left me in the dust and I was on the other side of the, on the other side of the road there was like an old man walking down and he thought obviously I didn't speak any Korean so he just went like oh sorry oh no problem okay and then I just like replied <laughs> wait, to wait, him wait wait the old man said that to you yeah the old man that said that to me I was just lying on the floor oh, like oh like just fell off he's like no problem okay and then <laughs> No and then I go and tell him in Korean, like, yeah, no, it's okay. Like, my friends waited for me. Um, yeah, so that's one oh, memory. Man. But yeah, no, and then the other group was, um, again, just when I had my longboard, so I moved on to longboarding at that point, I just struck up a conversation with a guy at the skate park or the skating area, and then he invited me to the group uh, on the Kakao. So then from oh, there on, I met loads of other people within the Kakao group. So yeah, that's a smooth way to do it. There's probably other ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I suppose... It doesn't necessarily mean you have to live in Seoul. There might be, particularly in like you know big cities in America, New York, wherever, LA. There's quite a few Korean residents. Same for London. Right. Um, so you, you might be able to find some in your country as well, potentially, if you go looking for them. That's, That's true. Advice. That yeah. is true. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. I think as far as like, I mean, we're kind of like moving away from the media topic, <laughs> but I think as far as like even finding like people to interact with or talk with mm-hmm. something that I have seen, not, I haven't engaged in it a, a ton yet, but I have seen like there's groups, especially if like you're a university student, but there are groups like, like, um, it's like Korean clubs, or if you're a part oh, okay. of like the, if you're in like a class um, there's groups you can join to kind of like engage with more Korean people and get to know them and like have conversations, which is something that I'm definitely probably going to be doing a lot more of this next year. But Same. something that I have done is, I mean, now it's like the end of my first semester, my sophomore year, 
and I'm taking a Korean class this next Jan in January. I start okay. a Korean class. It's Korean too. It's Korean too. Okay, yeah. It's it's not going to do anything for the most part. I'll admit that the first class that I took, I didn't learn anything. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. mostly I was mostly what was that? A couple months in, so I was uh, after six months of immersion. Korean yeah. one class, I was helping my teacher teach the class a tiny bit. Like mm. The teacher was like, all right, write down um, mm. February 27th in Korean, and then put your answer, and then wow. she'll like, give us a bunch of those. And then since it was all on Zoom, mm. um, she kind of would like just wait, just wait there, be like, anyone have an answer? And then if no one answered, I'm just like waiting to like click my enter button, just like waiting. Yeah. Like, uh, like, just saying that, just, yeah. Up. And then if Getting no your emoji name from your, on your I'll phone. Just, I'll, just like, I'll just click enter and just sit down. And she'd be like, okay, yeah, there you go. And uh, like, I helped wow. some of my, my classmates out. But mm. yeah, yeah, that, I was, that was pretty quick, thing, yeah. With um, classroom learning. Uh, actually, I obviously I did classes while I was in Korea. And I, you know, I was like, you know, complaining about how sort of useless the information was. But actually, looking back now, some of the things that I've learned, although they were like really painful to learn and <laughs> I wouldn't learn them that way. Uh, some of the stuff I've learned about sort of like Korean cultural things, which they teach you, which is really good. Like sort of, um, I don't know how you say that mystery, uh, legends mm. in Korea, uh, which oh. are actually quite good pieces of culture knowledge, which I wouldn't have learned if I was just looking at it on my own. I mean, I could have sure, mm. but you know, it's right. not sort of my usual interest, which has kind of given me a little bit of upper hand when it, turn when it comes oh. to maybe Korean people potentially mentioning these things. Like I was watching a, Chim you know, Chim Chak man, that guy's video the other day. And it, he mentioned, uh, Dangun, which is like the the founder of Korea, basically, it's the legend. Whoa, um, but yeah, without whoa, whoa, doing this class, I wouldn't have known that. So yeah, classes sometimes they give you some cultural knowledge, which is cool. But yeah, we know you already know how good that classroom then. So next, yeah, sure. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like, I guess talking about your experience in yeah. Korea because that was a couple months ago when you sure. were actually at uh, Ohakdang, right? And you yep. were actually like, doing those classes. So, like, how was? So I guess when we can bring up this. This question up yeah. now about uh -oh. yeah. the immersion yeah. versus the ohakdang. Oh, here where we go. were those? Because I know we talked about this before. But yeah, it's gonna where get was heated, the huh? line of <laughs> how much were you actually picking up? I mean, how how far were you through immersion when you got there anyway? Too. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I started the classes when I was about a year into immersion. Yeah, a year, precisely. Um, and then from the classes so it was four hours a day of uh, online class and the classes were always set out so reading speak no so yeah reading writing listening speaking uh, probably not in that order but you get the idea and we would always spend a lot of time so all, all the class would be would be grammar drills and then the sort of textbook sort of uh, match up the words fill in the blanks or what would usually happen is they would always always every class you would always have to read a certain amount of text so there'll be like 10 other Chinese guys, some like one guy from Italia, I think, Italia, Italy. Italia. Uh, <laughs> and we would go reading in sort of uh, line by line. So everyone would get a line each and it was like oh, painful just sitting there, you know, listening to everyone and speak and getting corrected by the teacher and stuff. And how that compares to immersion, obviously immersion, you, you you know, we're not focused on output we're just getting raw inputs that's obviously a plus right. but the actual having to sit there and wait on what someone read out was in like such a slower pace because i was like kind of already ahead mm. really killed the fun for me as well so mm. it's not necessarily that classroom learning is necessarily bad in itself but the fact it kills the fun kills the learning as well in my opinion so Emerged, so at that time, obviously, I had four hours a day. And then after that, I would speak to my foreign friends using Korean. Um, they were all very impressed with like my sort of Korean school. I mean, obviously, because they probably never seen someone immerse. Um, okay, okay, I need to, I need to bring it down a bit. Yeah, turn it down. That, yeah, okay. Confidence, no, yep, yep. lower it down a bit. Yeah. All good, all good. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, but, you know, and then classes generally just, I can't recommend them, man. I can't recommend them. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's the consensus. That is the consensus. No I mean, yeah, I don't know what you expect. <laughs> the way. Sure, honestly, <laughs> we knew what your answer was going to be, but I just yeah. wanted to say. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, um, so I guess yeah, the classroom stuff is a thing, but I mean, we can Not get back favorite, to I mean. the main mm. 
jazz we want to talk about um so one thing that we know is a very vital part of kind of getting into immersion is kind of figuring out what is the what's like the first step like what is the first kind of shows to watch or Uh, something there's there's a there's a concept in immersion that most people in the immersion community would know known as domains which is mm -hmm. like a a form or a a, uh, what's called a type of media that is subsection of the media of media that it all kind of follows the same kind of background like these people say slice of life there's uh, mystery and crime there's police Mm -hmm. there's etc and there's media that all follows within those domains and in the beginning, it's recommended to kind of stick to a domain to kind of maintain uh, a higher slice result. of life, right? Yeah, right. Slice of life is usually a recommendation, but to be honest, it's kind of tough to get straight into slice of life without. So, I mean, I don't know if it's tough, but I think slice of life is usually partially like a part of other domains. So yeah, slice mm, of life is a pretty yeah. wide. Yeah, it's a pretty wide domain in the first place. So, mm. but for you, what did you do? Any domain kind of like uh, division in your immersion? Okay, so I, I did kind of, but I would, uh, so I've mentioned this before, but I, I would start off with um, Webtoons. So Webtoons was like the go-to, I guess, domain. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, Webtoons, you do get a variety of language in there, for sure. But my Webtoons were all pretty much slice of life, or if they were some sort of sci-fi type thing, the language used in them wasn't too far removed from real life. It would be like someone, I don't know, turns into a like a monster or something, but it's it's still mm-hmm. set in the modern world, so it's not like too, you know, spaceshipy or like I don't know. <laughs> it's not like yeah, I'm, not, I'm not watching Star Trek, you know, or Star Wars, right? Um, right but right. even so, uh, my sort of opinion on the whole domain thing is that while it's probably more efficient to you know just stick to one, go slice of life, and then move on to your science to whatever to this, I do feel that you know in the long run, they all overlap anyway, more or less. Like um, there's a classic example like launch. I don't know, launch the missile rockets or launch the blaster gun, something like that. Blaster gun is probably not a very useful word, but you've learned how to use the word launch in that sentence, which you can use in right, real life. Right. So there's there's a lot of overlap, no matter what, which domain you choose. So I think it's more of a matter of just what you're actually going to be compelled to read and listen to, rather true, than true. focusing on a domain at the very beginning. Um, obviously, once you you know advance, you could choose like fiction, non-fiction. You can get really sort of specific with what you're trying to improve on. But for the vast majority of beginners, just choosing a domain that you like, and you don't even have to stick to it, I would say. I'd say not not sort of setting yourself uh, to one domain, because then you might not figure out what you like at the beginning as well. Mm. So yeah, that's my sort of consensus on it. What about you, you know, do you have any different opinions about I think, domains and how we handle so it? So the way that I thought about domains in the beginning was kind of like, mm. um, so there's different types of pretty popular media in Korea. We know you got the K-pop, we got <laughs> yeah. oh, K-dramas. It's a domain. <laughs> and then there was one domain particularly that I didn't know about until like I, I did like research into like Korean media and I was looking for a bunch of stuff. And then I found one domain that I honestly kept as my first domain for Korean. And that was actually web dramas. Web dramas. Ah, uh, yeah web dramas i'm not sure if you got into web dramas as much i but i did not know you if you've shown me one before but i i never really got into it because it was kind of just that kind of like school vibe again and for me personally i just love reading sort of webtoons and like comic style stuff but Mm. when it's like acted out in real life kind of like it it, with the japanese community they have like manga and then live action Mm. there's the web dramas for me is like the sort of webtoon live action almost but it's Uh, i feel like it's high quality um I don't, yeah, I, I think they're good, but I just haven't really gotten into them myself, no. Um, yeah. But, but that's a, yeah, that'll be a good like, domain to start with, yeah, for sure. It's like, I felt like I was almost like on the other side of the spectrum, because you were kind of like on that, oh, I want to see like the, some action-packed stuff in the web dramas, but I was, Definitely, not, not yeah. web dramas, web, web, uh, web tunes, uh, yeah. web tunes, right, right. Yeah. But I was always like, I just want to see like real people having conversations uh, just like on the screen. So yeah. web dramas, for me, like I got sucked into that, because not only was it that, regular korean dramas they kind of the language they use is can be in the very beginning pretty tough to follow oh and another thing about them is i mean if you don't have like netflix or like another subscription to like watch um 
Korean dramas. It can be pretty tough to find dramas that you can have like subtitles as well, or these Korean subtitles. Yeah. But the thing so, about web yeah. dramas is there's always subtitles on them. Like, and basically what I do is I'd watch, I made like a playlist on my account of like every single web drama that I watch. And like, I'd, I'd watch a web drama and then I replay it every single night. I just let the web drama keep playing back and forth. And I use it as like passive immersion. And then it was almost like you watch the web drama, you read the subtitles. And then after reading all the subtitles, then I listen to it in my headphones. And then after wow. listening to it throughout the day, and then even over me while I'm sleeping in my bed at night, <laughs> then I wake up and Sweet then all immersion. of a sudden, all of a sudden, oh God. Super, all we, yeah. we got to talk about that too a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Hold that for all of a sudden, yeah, later, my brain just understands everything in the web drama because of I've just made became one out of it. with the characters. You, yeah. you imagine yourself in your dreams. You were dreaming that you were in the story. Wow, the passive. Yeah, this far, guy, not, yeah, not that the passive. Far, not... Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> the, pa- so the I'm passive was in your mouth, but yeah. I mean, passive I wasn't was dreaming about being in the story. Oh my god! Yeah, speaking of passive, another game changer, real quick for the passive immersion game, YouTube Premium. If you do that for like a few uh, months free, which is what I'm doing right now, you can. Yeah. What you can do is you have your phone. If you're playing, so a web drama, for example, like you said, you had made a playlist on your phone. You can turn off your screen while having the YouTube video on, exactly. so then you're getting passive input really easily, like really easily. Yeah. Like it, I've only yeah. been using it for like a few days now, but that's completely changed up the game for sort of passive immersion for me because I used to love just only listening to music. And uh, while that's like okay, it's probably not as effective but now what happens is while i'm watching a youtube video like on my phone if i'm sort of getting bored or whatever or someone calls me i can just turn off my phone and it's still playing so i'm right. still getting this passive so yeah i can see what you mean totally right. uh, same our web dramas yeah. would be the ultimate sort of like passive piece because it's there's oh, like yeah. 20 minutes of youtube videos or, or yeah, yeah. not so youtube and like even less, as well even less yeah, yeah. oh really yeah so then that would be brilliant yeah, there's some web dramas that are like five minute episodes and like entire season is like an hour or two hours for some web dramas. wow it's like you could yeah. basically finish like entire series, like I finished like four series in like one each day. Like I'd be like, watch this, watch this, watch that. And then by the time you're done with that and listen to it all like the, over the week and you have make you make your cards while you're we're watching it, then by the end of the week, maybe I'll say the first couple of weeks when I did web dramas, it wasn't like crazy. Like it wasn't like my comprehension went like, through the roof. Yeah, just but, the roof. <laughs> like yeah. every time I watched a new web drama, I saw like all of the words that I had made cards for previously. That was, uh, the, that okay, was so the you saw your improvement. Mm. Exactly. You could at least see because web dramas are, especially web dramas, the, the genres, they have like the school, school kids, high school, yeah. and then they have some are like office based. And then okay. nowadays there's like web dramas are like pretty high quality media too. Um, nowadays, like we have some web dramas that are like basically dramas, the same kind any, of producer team. Yeah, any recommendations? Oh my gosh, we have a bunch of recommendations. Let me see. <laughs> At least oh, for the I have to yeah. pull out of my pocket. Um, oh yeah, yeah, so go for it. First I mean, one, I'm probably too, yeah. probably my favorite web drama was called In Soul. Oh, that was the one we watched. In yeah. Soul. Did I did I watch that with you? That was the one we watched. Did you yeah, watched yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that oh, was good. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. In Soul, it's too. like about this girl, and <laughs> she basically she's just like determined to go to college in seoul essentially <laughs> you know like in seoul they call it sky there's seoul university <laughs> yonsei wait sky seoul university yeah. korea university and then yonsei university yonsei, yeah. and she's basically pursuing to get into like one of those schools or somewhere in, mm. in seoul because she's like uh, infatuated about it and it, basically yeah. she has like shitty grades and her mom is always on her ass about it <laughs> and it's not until she finally realizes that like her friends are basically gonna be like or her friends are basically like pretty set on like yeah, you they're pretty good at school. That. She finally like decides like, oh shit, I gotta like put my stuff together, and then she's mm. pursuing getting into Seoul. And it's like her mm. rise growing up, kind of in that. Yeah. That, that, well, uh, rea- reality, guys. Here's a here's a, yeah. here's a update, a little life update for me. I actually applied for Yonsei oh, yeah. University, and oh, I yeah. failed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, oh. like your dream, you know, don't. <laughs> hey, I don't know how to go from that. <laughs> just yeah, just fine. I let <laughs> the one know, you know. Just so you know, guys, there's the evidence hey, on the screen. It's not, it's not, Game it's only the first time. It's only the first. We can get it on the know. next time. Hey, just grind, grind a little bit and we can get it on the next try, right? Quick, come on. Yeah. Who knows? It's Mighty a tip. blessing in disguise. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I'll, I'll be watching that drama, you know. Tears in my eyes. <laughs> 
Oh, man. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, besides that web drama. Yeah. Yeah. There are plenty of others, you others know, that don't cause emotional pain. <laughs> I, can, I can at least say that um, there's a, we have a web drama club in the, if you know the refold Korean ah. server. Ah. We actually have Very something bold. called a web drama club, and I'm actually the leader of the web drama club. So every single week, uh, every two weeks, we kind of introduce a new web drama, and I will like the you guys can the people they vote the people part of the club they vote for a new web drama that I present. I present like three, and then that's the one that I stream for the club um, on. I'm actually streaming tomorrow. Um, this one, uh, the web drama we're watching this week is Bite Sisters. It's like a vampire uh, something club. It's a pretty good show, though. It has, what's uh, her name, from, I don't know, you remember Startup? Oh, yeah. Um, the, uh, the sisters, Sodaimi's sister. Sodaimi's sister. Oh, oh, oh. I can't remember her name. We'll she, get her up on Whatever screen. her name is, but she's, yeah. she's, uh, she's the main actor in that show. So, like, the quality uh, is up there. The quality yeah, is up there. Yeah, okay. The well, so hot take for you. Is the refill server worth it? <laughs> oh, whoa. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. take coming at you. Because this is where we yeah, this is where we disagree, guys. This is where we draw the, the parallel oh, yeah. line, north and south. You can, there it is. We're bringing a lot of heat in this uh, podcast. Yeah, we really are. We <laughs> turn the temperature down. Oh, my God. I need to open the window. Uh, okay. Oh, man. Well... I'd say this, so we, we um, I won't speak for George. I won't speak yeah, for George. Okay. Yeah, yeah, speak for yourself. But speak as for far yourself. as as far as the media, while well, we turn this to a flipping debate now, as yeah, far this... as <laughs> as far yeah, as um, yeah. what's it called? Uh, the community aspect, mm-hmm. um, the community of people yeah. that are trying to learn Korean, but at the same time, these same people are also providing resources. You get to look at new websites, etc. And there's a bunch of stuff that I don't have time to look for that there's like 10 or 15 people that have found it and they drop it in the server. And it's like, wow, I found it. Or it's like, I'm looking for a show. I can type in like, oh, does anyone know where the show is? Boom. All of a sudden, someone knows. Uh, easy communication. You get, oh, fly. Whoa. <laughs> but communication, finding people that know stuff, talking with other people about jazz in immersion, I love the word jazz. Um, jazz. <laughs> you like jazz? You like jazz? No, that's not. Oh. For the most part, for the most part, yeah. that's that's where I find the community aspect. If you like a community, refolds for you. But people like George. Oh yeah, lone wolf <laughs> out here. Cool dog. Well, what okay. about you, George? Why um, is it? Why is it that you bring this up? Yeah, yeah. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, refold place of media and a lot of community sure fine i'll give you that community <laughs> resources i love their resources you know don't mind me no I, I love you know resources good media good books love that what i don't like it's the ongoing debates in general about why you shouldn't learn hanja why you should learn hanja why you should use this book why that's terrible why how do I open my Anki and press save? You know, all this like debate and just terrible stuff that goes on that it's just the like George this drama Rance. that I don't need. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I should, uh, yeah. Again, the title of this episode down. is George's Rants. George yeah, is George, George hates on refold for like 10 minutes straight, but no. okay. it's, I, I agree. No, I have met some amazing people in there. Um, You, <laughs> well, but actually, that wasn't from Refold. That wasn't from Refold, so that it doesn't get the, doesn't get the, it doesn't get the, yeah, highlight for that. Um, but yeah, no, I've met some good friends, and yeah, I agree. Community, cool resources, cool. If you like staying track when you're emerging, though, it's a pass for me. It's a pass for me. I'm sorry. That the power of the arguments are just too much for me to sort of like, you know, just sort of trying to switch off in my brain. Well, well, I'll tell like you this. That. I'll tell you this. Yeah. The last time that you were probably in refold, yeah. there, there were, there was a period when like arguments and like people talking about random stuff mm. while emergence was happening was mm. like pretty like serious. But like now, honestly, that doesn't happen like at all. It's mostly just honestly. Yeah. That doesn't really happen know. anymore. Say what Especially you want. Like, <laughs> just if you're immersing or not. I mean, the clubs, the club aspect is something that has been added since the last time you were there. 
Um, so do you find that sort of keeps you sort of like more on track then? Because obviously, because to say you could watch any sort of media on your own, you can just do what you want with your life. Like, I quite See, like freedom, but how do you, you feel know, about, yeah, watching it with other people then? Does that help you sort of, because you, you might have like specific I, domains, specific, yeah, stuff to film. I'd say personally, not necessarily helps me. But well, yeah. well, 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 okay. Well, what I'm just I mean going to save that. Wait, cut the rest whoa, of the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. What I mean yeah. by that is not like not like it isn't helpful. I mean, it doesn't mm. help me personally because yeah. my habit of immersion is so strong that I don't need whoa, people whoa. to t- help me immerse. It's more like I want to help other people get in on immersion, so mm. I'm at least giving uh, my. Yeah, like at least providing some like, you know, I went in super hard on web dramas. So if you want to like know about some of the web dramas that I watched that helped me reach my understanding, then I have an entire playlist of about 150 plus web dramas that I've watched that Mm -hmm. I have available and I share that for people to watch or a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Besides that, I think as far as like where we stand now at like, you know, we've been doing this for a, a little bit of a minute. Yeah. We're not done yet, but yeah. we're pretty much like at that middle point where we're basically at fluency. And then now it's about kind of developing output into a place where we're comfortable and kind of mm-hmm. like grabbing new domains okay. of stuff. Are we going to do that line there? In that I mean, we, we, we've gone, we've gone, we've gone yeah. like full tangent, but like there's some important points you, you said about fluency. Um, do we want to draw that line on this episode, or should we, should we hold it off for another one? We might have to hold the fluency okay, question all right. for the next episode. What about, okay, yeah. so you mentioned about your habits earlier, obviously, emotion habits. Oh, sorry, right. was there anything else you wanted to say, sir? I think I cut you off. No, I think, um, what was I saying? For the you most said your part, habit for emotion was, like, too strong anyway. Like, I, I didn't expect anything oh, less from you, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not getting swayed by the, those English comments out here. Mind of steel. Yeah, for the most part... <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess, really important thing, at least from at least personally, I, I can really just speak for myself. Yeah. I, from the very beginning, was just like, I'm gonna learn Korean. Doesn't like nothing is gonna stop me. Honestly, ah. like, there's no question. Like, I had no question in my mind. I mean, I know immersion. I see it's worked. Now I just got to do it. So then, once I started doing it, and I went super hardcore, where I was putting in like 10 to 15 hours each day, like, because that was that summer of COVID when like nothing was happening, like. Everyone was talking on YouTube. I remember the polyglots were all talking about learn a language, <laughs> learn a language. I can yeah. Everyone was talking about like Kenna, yeah. like even Stephen, uh, Stephen Kaufman was talking <laughs> yeah. about it too. I remember watching those videos and I was like, time to learn a language. So basically, I had 15 hours each day to sit down, watch Korean media. I broke it down. I made like schedules and stuff. So like my my entire habit of immersion, I had no problem by at least reaching this point. It's this mm. point, immersion is just my life. I yeah, nothing stopping I open you YouTube, now. like it's all in Korean. My phone's been in Korean even before I started immersion. Like wow. it was just a matter so, of kind of like, how do I step here? But like for yeah. most people, that probably isn't the case. At least yeah, I, from what I've seen, most people now, I'm not like I'm not thinking like I'm special anyway, but like most people mm. haven't had that experience that I have. So How have you found it, yeah, so easy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to explain why it was easy for me. I don't know. I guess from the beginning, I always had that mindset of like, okay, it's going to take me five years to ever get anywhere close to fluency in Korean. But yeah, I see. I was motivated by the the kind of like energy that Matt versus Japan would give in his videos about immersing and just do it just do it and all the other creators that talked about immersion i was just like i was ready it was basically almost like an experiment like i said i like gave up video games or i basically gave up video games like the fact that i was able to put ten thousand hours into a video game i basically took all those ten thousand hours i put into a video game and now i've transformed it into my language learning habit so now language learning is my video game so everything i do it's like I turn on my computer before I turn on my computer, I'd start playing, I'd open Steam, I'd load up, check maybe like my friends NBA. are online and then play with them. But instead, yeah. yeah, MBA, right? But now it's like I turn on my computer, I already have my podcast playing on my, my speaker, and then I find the YouTubers that I want to watch and I start watching. But wow. kind of like where I was going as far as like that first habit for like someone who isn't like that, mm, the way yeah. 
that I think like building. So I guess as far as the question of what is a habit, how does a habit actually play into your immersion, at least the way your journey immersion would go? I think having a really like intense, like extremely strong, like devotion to the language from the very beginning was the only reason why today it's so easy for me. Cause even when I like, like, I don't have to think about immersion. Is that the thing? Like, even, even when I, I'll tell you, I still watch, I actually, um, I started watching English stuff again, mostly for school because yeah. of, I needed like, I have to do like speaking in school and I sound like an idiot when I'm like <laughs> messing up my words. Cause I don't know like shit. Right. So mm-hmm. I like listen to an English podcast, but the thing is after I do that, my brain was automatically like, okay, I need to, go, oh, I want to finish watching that one episode because I know um, Isangjun uploaded a new episode on Jungan Isangjun. So yeah. I just like open his channel and I see the episode. And I'm like, yeah. So I just built that excitement for the language. Right, how do you right, find right. your excitement for the language? And then how do you drive that? I carried it through the planning, uh, re-motivation from matt versus japan videos <laughs> i used to watch them like halfway through the day just to like i was like all right 30 minutes of matt to like hype myself up i think yeah. i had this one video uh, uh when i do the like same with hr 14 or 15 yeah, yeah with katsumoto stuff you talk, so i just you do, do yeah same thing too, with hr yeah it was yeah. like I, in the middle of the day watch a couple of videos and be like all right then I just turn on Netflix, continue watching a show. And that was like, mm-hmm. that's like all that I needed. And then by the time it reached the point where like school started and like life got busy and like things yeah. got out of hand. And even in times where I was like, things were screwed for me in like some other departments of my life. I was oh, yeah. always thinking somewhere in the back of my mind, just because of that, that heavy, I don't know, something back in my mind was like, oh crap. Oh, I don't have my phone on me. Shit, I can't immerse. Like, that's what was going through my mind. Or wow. there's like a TV on and people are watching stuff in English. And I'm like, shit, the least I can do is uh, hum songs that I know in Korean. So I'm just like wow. humming the songs that I know in Korean. The... Like, that was And did the... that just kind of stress you out a bit? Yeah. Like, because I, I used to be kind of similar. But then I, I sort of yeah. I, I got to a point where I would take it kind of too far. And I would like stress myself out because of that. Like, I would get like sort of paranoid if I didn't have my headphones on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you had it was like yeah. it was like if I don't have it hmm. oh man I used to I, I will admit I was stressful at one point there was one time I remember yeah. I like I didn't have my phone and I went on I think it was like I went on a trip like a, a weekend trip an entire weekend and I didn't yeah. have my phone and I didn't have my headphones and I was like what the fuck am I doing bro <laughs> I was like wow. I was like, like bro I can't immerse I, I mean <laughs> It, was, it wasn't like I was wasting my time because I still no, had fun, but right. it would have been more fun if I had my it's Korean with me. Right. At least that's what was going through my mind. At least it was like, it would be ah. so much more fun if I just have a Korean with me. But so, as far yeah. as like, for the most part, I knew Korean, it just, I don't even know how to describe it. Mm, you seem kind of strange. Just kinda, it's kind of strange. Being able to be, yeah, work your way through it. And I'm, I'm just kind of thinking like, is, is this like sort of the first time you've been able to feel feel like you've you know beaten well not beating a struggle but <laughs> yeah perhaps perhaps we could say about that like is there any other sort of like struggles in your life where you found like habits to be kind of useful or like because well, oh, yeah. you, you've solved this korean problem right but how have you solved mm. some like sort of other problems which have kind of helped you get up to this point is what i'm trying to ask you know is there anything you have now that you know now you say that yeah, a lot of you seem things, to have a I guess, attitude. yeah, yeah, I think like I've had like some like health problems in the past that have like mm. screwed me up and like some school in school at some points. And the thing was, I was always kind of like, I've always had kind of a hardcore mentality. Right. I think that kind of like all in, like I start something, I'm going to do it. Like I, there was like a time when I was like always thinking about, yo, I'm going to play in the NBA this was in middle school. I was like, yo, I'm going to be an NBA basketball player. Like people are telling me I'm going to grow. Like, I think I was like five, four at this time. <laughs> so there was no hope. There was no hope at least at that time. But there's something in my mind. I was just like, yo, I'm going to be an NBA player ambition, every yeah. single day, every single day. I'd go out late at night, dribbling my basketball around my entire neighborhood. I used to like <laughs> spend like four hours shooting. Like I used to do crazy stuff like that. And wow. I kind of like, I've kind of always had that kind of personality. So 
this might be a personality thing in a way where I kind of just like transformed instead of basketball being the center of my life. Now language learning is that core talent that I'm trying to develop um, is something that I guess is like keeping it so like hardcore for me in some ways or why I don't really feel bad or have like horrible like thoughts about immersion. But I mean, for you, how would you, how would you say, what was your experience at least? Because you've mentioned you've had like some tough times when it comes to like immersing in Korean, yeah. Yeah, certainly. So I've, uh, I'd say, so for the first about year or so, I was, you know, having the golden ages, like, you know, I was just having the blast, really, like having so much fun with it all. And then sort of uh, halfway through my sort of, like towards the end of the first year, pretty much, is when I sort of right. started to like face some like mental health issues. And this was due to like other stuff in my life as well. But um, briefly, what, what that meant for Korean immersion then was I was kind of finding that I started to like, just, just couldn't feel like I could do it. Like, I don't know, there's something, every time I'd watch something sort of, or hear something in Korean, it'd be like such a chill to like actually listen to and actually like get mm. to, watching it even though i had such a passion for it um and i've sort of been sort of battling with that uh over time um with because yeah. especially passive immersion i think that was the one that that really sort of knocked out me because when i wasn't feeling good yeah. i really struggled to do passive immersion and then oh. from there i sort of lost my my flow you know because i was like going all yeah. the time all the time um I've slowly started to pick it up again now and I'm feeling a bit about, better about the whole thing. But um, the thing that has probably helped me the most is kind of actually realize what's important in life, you know, because mm. I could sit here and you know spend all my time on Korean. But what actually kind of hit me when I went to Korea was that I didn't actually spend as, as much time with my family as I could have um, while mm. I was there. And, you know, since coming back, I've actually kind of had moments where, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, I can watch this Korean film. But, you know, if I don't spend time with my family, like, I'm never going to be able to see them again. Mm. So... It's mm. kind of my priorities have slightly shifted now. I mean, Korean still a massive mm. part, and I really want to, you know, take it further. But I feel like sometimes you have to let go of things as well. But even even right. within Korean immersion, actually, because um, mm. with the whole immersion stuff, I recently had an experience where I was like, I realized I was subscribed to like over six hundred channels, and my sort of yeah. mindset was like, I need to learn Korean, so I'm just going to subscribe. I subscribe to whatever it is because it's in Korean, mm. like sure. But then over time, my sort of feed was built up with like a bunch of stuff that I didn't really care about. And if I was just a normal English native speaker, I wouldn't be watching any of this sort of content. So why would I do that to myself in Korean? Like just to mm. learn, like right. it's got to have, you've got to be some level of fun. Right. Like that we talked about with the classes, you know, if it's not fun, yeah. it kills the, kills the, well, kills everything really. Cause um, when I wasn't having fun with the, my sort of mental health stuff, it, it killed my sort of ability to acquire language at the same time. So yeah, definitely being able to keep a positive mindset, but just, being able to sort of let go and really think like what is actually important sort of in your life is, is a good thing because you have the rest of your life to learn language and that's not to say yeah. you know people like you you know you, this is probably the most important thing for you and you've you know it's not to like put people like you down or say like oh you're too extreme you're too hardcore because there's i don't really say there is a sort of stand which we should judge by you know it's, it's up to mm -hmm. your own sort of level your own right, personal right. standards um but yeah personally i would say that I have, yeah, had a fair few hard times throughout the journey, yeah. Yeah, and I can say, like, I agree with what you're saying, because mm -hmm. even though I get, like, 10 hours of immersion, say, <laughs> per day, like, it's weird. It's weird, because it's like, how do I use 24 hours of my day? So, like, mm -hmm. if you, like, if you try, try and, like, I think there's, like, an exercise where you can, like, Try and actually think of how you spent every, each hour of your day. It's like, okay, the first hour of my day, I did this. The second hour of my day, I did this. So, so and so. And then you can actually see where you put your time. So, like, sometimes uh, some people will. Um, so, the thing that I do is I first prioritize hitting a goal that I have each day, which is at least six hours of active immersion. And well, you see, usually, yeah, if I already hit six hours of passive immer of active immersion, then I literally will do anything else that I want. But if what I want to do after I do six hours is immerse more, then right. I continue to immerse. Right, but right. as far as it goes, like, especially with other life commitments, school, mm -hmm. life, I mean, for us, we're like, uh, I mean, we're both 19, 
we're both like young. We don't have a family necessarily like take care of. We don't have like yeah, jobs true. that are like extremely demanding. Fairly so like, like our experience, experience yeah. exactly our experience, especially with our families are relatively um, financially like, stable. We don't have like those kind of issues yeah, we're lucky. for the most part. We're like great. We're think we're grateful in that sense because immersion learning for us, we can kind of just sit here and immerse and get in that input. And then just like, oh, yeah, shit, we're getting better at Korean every single day, every single day. Like yeah. other people, that's not the story, which is like in some ways I, I, I see like other people that are like struggling to at least hit these kind of hours. I mean, for the most part, it's all based on your, your situation. You got to figure out how figure out how to find the time, figure out how to balance your life towards your goal. Because, I mean, I think while it is like one of those things like how like a lot of people are always focused on quickly, quickly, quickly getting fluent in six months, getting fluent in so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Like, while I am, like, doing, like, 10 hours of Korean each day, I never have this idea in my head, like, oh, I'm going to get fluent in, like, two more months. If I do, like, another three, like, 400 hours each month, I'll be fluent by the time I reach two months from now. Like, I've never thought like that. I've always kind of kept that mindset of, like, oh, it still takes five years regardless. Like, it's just, like, kind of having a mindset where you're not expecting too much. You're just not focused on the results as much. Right. Don't focus on like the results are important to a degree because you know that that the like what you're doing is going to affect the result. But for the most part, if you're immersing, that's the most important thing. Immersing and you're giving your your attention to it and in stuff that you like, most importantly. Mm. Right. Mm. That's the most important thing. And kind of just like finding what you like. Finding so one of the things we actually talked about earlier was um, interest you have in your native language and then figuring out how to find them in your target language. So like personally, like I was saying, I used to be I, I actually used to be extremely like big MBA fan. I used to like know every single player in the league's names. I buy each game. I play it like every single year and I watched every single like game that came on during the year and Recently, I came back and I was like, wow, it's been like forever since I've watched the NBA. And at first, I was tempted to just go on on the TV and turn it on and watch the game, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You see, I guess I'm not going to say like, oh, shit, you're watching English NBA basketball. <laughs> like, no, there's nothing wrong with that. But my thought was in my head was like, OK, well, I know Korean people. There's got to be a community of Korean people that like the NBA, too, or talk about the NBA. So. I searched on YouTube for, you know, basketball, Nungu. And then after I searched it, I saw like a bunch of channels. And then I was like, holy cow, there's people in Korea that talk about stuff. (laughs) So like just doing that search. I mean, as far as it goes, like some people talk about how, oh, it's tough for me to watch stuff in the the target language for this. I just prefer because I'm comfortable in my native language watching stuff in this. I just want to watch to relax. If you at least challenge yourself to at least introduce a little bit of your hobbies in your target mm. language, eventually mm. you'll find something that grabs you. At least that was my experience. Mm. And that, that sort of fits. I think at least your, trying yeah. is the first thing, right? Trying yeah. is the first thing. Because mm. I know you've had you did the same thing with uh, at least we talked about longboarding yeah. and skateboarding. There's a bunch of like skateboarding channels and there's a That's bunch exactly of longboarding what's, channels. Yeah, help me with that right. stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Um, th- there are some sort of uh, content there is so oh, sorry. Well, Whoa, you're yawning at me now. Whoa, yeah, it's quite loud here. Whoa. (laughs) There is some sort of content that is, I find is, um, yeah, you can't get in Korean. There is just some stuff that is going to be the same. But there's also the opposite where there's Korean stuff, which I'm not quite used to sort of enjoying yet because I don't know how to enjoy like certain comedy that I don't really understand yet. But there's Korean stuff that you can't get in the West as well. And that is sort of what makes it uh, kind of more... I don't want to say more of a challenge, but it makes it more of an adaptive kind of process because you've got to open your mind up to all these new things, all these new Korean mm-hmm. ideas. And, you know, right. some people are better at just, you know, jumping in and be like, yeah, woohoo, like I'm basically Korean now. Whereas people mm-hmm. sort of like myself, it's like you slowly want to come out of your comfort zone and then get to this mm-hmm. sort of new Korean way of thinking, which isn't actually an easy thing because this language is one thing, yeah. but also the the general sort of psychology of the people and the culture as well mm-hmm. as another sort of adjustment right. you have to make as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I even uh, think like, mm-hmm. even like with like the amount of media that I consume, I can't even say that I understand until I truly have like conversations with Korean people 
or am like in an actual like community of people where you can like have a personal like uh, relationship with someone. I think it's not until you like actually like have those conversations that that kind of like understanding comes out greater. Because I mean, right now, even as an immerser, like yes, we gain probably most like we can learn all the vocab, we can learn understand every single word that comes out of their mouths. But as far as that personal connection, one on one kind of relationship kind of aspect that connects with the language. I think it's not until I, I at least get to that kind of relationship that I'll see output at least as like the primary measurement will at least start to develop in a way that is like closer to that native goal, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think, is there anything else you'd like to add? Cause I think, you know, we've hit an hour now I'm getting really tired. So I'm probably gonna have to end this podcast <laughs> around here. Um, yeah. anything else you'd like to add or anything you've missed over or you asked me? I think that is ooh, something flying. Um, I think that is all for today's podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We covered right, quite guys, a lot. Well, yeah. Mm. No, you can, you can take it away. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, thanks yep. guys for joining us on the first episode of the KA, the Korean Always Sabang Paibang podcast. Uh, thank you guys for watching and tuning in. This was our face reveal. Hopefully you guys, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hope you guys enjoyed, uh, give us any comments on what you guys think of what we talked about today. Um, let us know what things you'd like to see in the future, us talk about in the future, etc. And, uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Yeah, thank you very much for watching. See you soon. Bye-bye.